Welcome to the Montgomery County High School Football Show with your hosts, Main Street Clarksville Sports Editor Brady McAtamney and Robertson County Connection Sports Reporter David Wilson. The Montgomery County High School Football Show is brought to you by the Bone and Joint Group of Clarksville. They are committed to serving the community by providing a superior standard of care to all of their patients. Rock and Roll Sushi of Clarksville. Stop by their Wilma Rudolph location today and grab one of their signature sushi rolls and listen to some classic rock hits. Sea Wraps of Clarksville. Whether you're in need of a new color change to your vehicle or would like a new wrap to advertise your business, Sea Wraps has the knowledge and expertise to get you back on the road in style. Daniel Stack at Farmers Insurance. If you're in the market for new auto, home, life, business, renters, or even pet insurance for your fur baby, Danielle can secure you with a personalized plan that fits all of your needs. And the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Remember, fans don't let fans drive drunk. Now, you are Brady McAtamney and David Wilson. Hello and welcome back to the Montgomery County Football Wrap-Up Show. My name is Brady McAtamney. I am the sports editor for Main Street Clarksville. Joined with me, as always, is David Wilson, the sports reporter for the Robertson County Connection. David, how are we doing today? Um, not very well, just considering the Braves' performance last week in the NLDS over the Phillies. I know you were giving us some grief on social media, so I guess I'm still mourning a little bit. But I guess other okay. than that, I'm doing well. Yeah, you guys have won your your World Series, as as Casey Patrick was saying in the group chat. He can't be too sad knowing that you guys got your uh, hypothetical rings on your fingers. Of course, I'm doing well. The Detroit Lions five and one after defeating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers twenty to six on the road. So I'm in I'm in pretty good spirits here. Of course, uh, college basketball season's coming up, and Michigan State's looking pretty good. Uh, we won't talk about their football team, but overall, you know, I'm doing all right. Doing I will right. say this about your Lions, pride to come before the fall. They're talking about you guys being the best team in the NFC on SportsCenter this morning, so just stay humble. Um, there's a lot of good football teams in the NFC. So I've been, I've been waiting my whole life. Week. I've been waiting my whole life for this, so you can't blame us if we don't know how to be winners. It's been a while. But uh, <laughs> uh, speaking of winners, uh, we're going to start talking about some playoff scenarios here in Montgomery County. Of course, Montgomery County. Eight out of nine schools uh, on fall break last week. Well, every school was on fall break, but eight out of nine teams uh, took their off week, I should say. Uh, so not a lot of games to recap here, but we are going to talk about playoff scenarios, recap how some uh, some games have gone this year, talk about uh, uh, take it back to August, September, um, and kind of kind of take a little bit of a trip down memory lane here. So, David, why don't you uh, kick us off? Yeah, Brady, I think you know where we're going to start. We're going to start off with those undefeated Wildcats at Clarksville High School. They were on a bye this week, as you mentioned. Our Clarksville High School football segment is brought to you by the Bone and Joint Group of Clarksville. The Bone and Joint Group is committing to serving their community by providing a superior standard of care to all their patients. So give them a call today at 931-905-1001. Brady, just talk about this remarkable run that they've been on and the journey so far for Isaac Shelby's group. Yeah, you know, we came into this season knowing they'd be pretty good. Um, of course, last year they uh, were also very good, but had lost their quarterback, Davin Geringer, who is now at Austin P, and their running back slash linebacker, Jamar Carnell, who is now at Tennessee Tech. So a couple D1 players off that offense and defense. Uh, so you wonder how they're going to kind of adjust to that, especially starting a new quarterback. Um, but they did not miss a beat. Of course, they started the year with that 56-0 butt kicking at Montgomery Central. And they haven't really turned it down since then. That was one of 
three times they've scored at least 50 points, doing it also against Northwest and, of course, most, most recently against Kirkwood when they scored 63 points. It's all gone into them setting a new program record for points scored uh, already to, through just eight games. Of course, at least two more to go uh, with at least three more to go, I should say, because they, they already have clinched their uh, postseason game uh, at home. So uh, and, and those next three games, by the way, all going to be at home. So a uh, lot of opportunities for fans to come see the Wildcats. Uh, I would say the, 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 the first time I kind of thought like, hey, this, this looks like a really legit team. Uh, was was during that Springfield game in week two. Of course, that's a huge rivalry in the state. Um, of course, the 100th all-time meeting between those two. So that was just an absolute blast for for those guys. Not so much for Dustin Wilson and Springfield. But, uh, of course, Springfield looking a little bit down this year. So, of course, people are going to kind of disparage that win for Clarksville High. Then they went and beat Hopkinsville. Hopkinsville is also a little bit down this year, so people can disparage that. Uh, then they came and beat the snot out of Dixon County. I, I think that's really where people ha- kind of had to stop doubting these guys. Uh, of course, they're coming up this week against another really good football team at Rossview. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. Uh, but overall, Clarksville High, uh, they're tracking. Uh, if they can win this week, they're basically locked in to have their first undefeated season since the 1940s. So it's been a while. Uh, if anyone watching this was alive uh, since then, please tell me. Uh, I would love to uh, to connect with you on Brady underscore MSP on Twitter. Uh, so please do that. Um, but if no one is uh, no one is watching this that uh, no one is watching this that was alive back then, that kind of tells you how long it's been. So uh, been a very exciting season for Clarksville High. Of course, the running backs, James Dalrymple and Amari Galbraith, just an absolutely killer one-two combo, of course, with Peyton Langan kind of playing that fullback role. They've got three different quarterbacks, Jack Wyatt, Jack Stein, uh, and Trey Youngs, who have been uh, who have been kind of interchangeable. Some throw in, some running. Uh, guys who are catching balls, guys on defense, just swarming all around. I mean, it's just been an all-around just great effort for Clarksville High this season. And of course, it starts with Isaac Shelby. Yeah, we'll transition from a team that was undefeated to a team that really needed the bye week. Started four and zero, and then lost four consecutive games. And that is the Kirkwood Cobras, led by Chad Watson. Our Kirkwood High School football segment is brought to you by C Wraps of Clarksville. Whether you need a new color change to your vehicle or like a new wrap to advertise your business, C Wraps has the knowledge and expertise to get you back on the road in style. So give them a call today at nine three one five five one five two five five for a free estimate. Just summarize what the season's been like so far for Kirkwood Brady. Obviously, an emotional roller coaster. You know, you start off the year four and zero, then lose four straight games pretty convincingly. So, where are they at um, after the bye week? Yeah, I mean, they've been as high as Mount Everest and as low as the Marina Trench at this point. Uh, been a tale of two seasons: a four-game winning streak and a four-game losing streak consecutively. So, it's been a wild ride for Kirkwood, especially as a first-year program, and with all these young guys, it's kind of teaching them how to handle those emotions of being the winners of being the losers, you know, a little bit like the history of the Detroit Lions, a little bit. We're kind of high right now, but we've we've suffered those losses. It makes those highs feel better. And I don't doubt that Kirkwood is going to get back to that high point um, because they started the year with a overtime comeback win over Sycamore. They beat Montgomery Central pretty handily and then beat Northeast and Northwest pretty handily. Now, of course, those four teams are not world beaters. So beating those teams don't necessarily didn't necessarily prove that uh, that Kirkwood was about to be a, uh, a, a powerhouse in the region, in the city, in the mid state, in the state. Um, but, you know, that they love to get those four wins. But then 
the tougher teams started coming along. Of course, playing Clarksville High, playing Dixon, playing Rossview, and then a non-region game against Liberty Creek, who for their second season in existence is looking pretty solid this year. So it does even give Kirkwood a little bit of hope that they were able to go to Liberty Creek and see uh, you know, that teams can get better after uh, their first year. And I do think that they're absolutely going to be in that position. Whether they're going to make the playoffs this year remains to be seen. They're going to have to win out from this point, getting two more wins uh, in their last two games. So it's going to be it's going to be tough. Uh, that was really the big goal that they had to start the year. They wanted to make the playoffs first and foremost. That goal is still on the table. They wanted to finish above 500. Of course, that's still on the table, too, at four and four. But it's going to take two more wins here. And uh, it, it's going to be tough. It's going to be definitely a, a struggle. Uh, because of the situation that they've kind of been put in at this point, uh, not being able to beat one of those teams that's, you know, probably a, a peg higher than them. But overall, Chad Watson's group, led by Lee Bugs, Perry Crossnade, Gavin Hunter, um, Trevor Newell, Zan Woods, a lot of good football players on that team. Uh, some A few good senior leaders. I say a few because there are not many seniors on that team. It's a very, very young team. Uh, and I do think that overall uh, this is going to be very much a good learning year for them. One team nine weeks into the high school football season that's still looking for his first win in Montgomery County, and that is Montgomery Central. Our Montgomery Central high school football segment is brought to you by Danielle Stack at Farmers Insurance. If you're in the market for new auto, home, life, business, renters, even pet insurance for your fur baby, Danielle can secure you a personalized plan that fits all your needs. So give her a call today at 931-553-1493. Obviously, it's been a struggle all year long from Montgomery Central Brady. Just kind of talk about their season. Yeah, you know, when we started with Clarksville High, I mentioned they started that year with a 56-0 win over Montgomery Central and how high that got them to start the year. Well, that's right on the flip side over here for Montgomery Central. You start the season with a 56-0 loss against the Crosstown rival. That can really put you down in the dumps, and they've just had a hard time coming out of it ever since. Of course, they had two games. We've talked about it all year um, ever since they've happened. Two games where they absolutely had victory within their grasp and just lost it, uh, of course, against Creekwood where there were, I think, three touchdowns scored in like the last 90 seconds, and two of them were by the opponent. Uh, giving them the loss. They led with under a minute there. They led with under a minute against White's Creek and couldn't get the wins there. You know, having two wins on the board compared to zero at this point in the season could be a massive difference for Montgomery Central and kind of helping build that program back up to where it was even just a couple years ago when Jeff Tomlinson was leading that team. I mean, they had a couple years where they were really, really good, including one where they were, I don't want to say state contenders, but like not too far off from being you know, I, I could say top 10 maybe in, in 4A uh, when they had some really, really good football players there. They were contending with Pearl Cohen. I mean, they were a really, really good football team. Um, but now, of course, it's it's much more difficult. Uh, Corey Wright's been having a little bit of trouble maybe steadying the ship there. I did hear that starting quarterback Jack Pulley um, is off the team now. It sounds like he, he left the team. His number's no longer on max preps. He's no longer on that sideline. So when you're losing players, you're losing games in, in tight fashion, but you're also losing game by some blowouts against really good teams like Clarksville High, like Pearl Cone, like Marshall County, losing all those games by 50 points or more. Uh, it's, it's just been an overall tough, tough season for Montgomery Central. Um, they got two more games, Station Camp and Greenbrier. We'll see if they can compete in those games. Of course, you'd like to go out on a on a strong note, you don't want to go out limp into the finish line, but we'll see what happens. 
One team that is definitely not lipping towards the finish line and one team that probably really didn't want to see the bye week come is the Rossview Hawks. Six straight wins for that group, sitting 6-2, and two, heading into their big-time matchup this week with Clarksville. Our Rossview High School football segment is brought to you by Rock and Roll Sushi of Clarksville. Stop by their Wilma Rudolph location today and grab one of their signature sushi rolls and listen to some classic rock hits. It's been a strong eight games for them. How have they done it, particularly down this last six-game stretch? Yeah, I mean, you go back and look at those first two games where they absolutely could have beaten Wilson Central, should have beaten Wilson Central, if not for an onside kick that they lost, probably would have had a win there and be 7-1. and one. Then they go and play a Logan County team who's one of the best in, in Kentucky. Uh, so you lose that game by two touchdowns. Not really a lot of shame there. And ever since then, it's just been go, go, go for the Hawks. Um, the, the, of course, there's the well-documented four-game shutout streak where they went four straight games without allowing points to their opponents, which is just a special, special streak for that Rossview team. First time they've ever done that. First time they've shut out four teams in a season, uh, let alone consecutively. Uh, then that shutout streak breaks against Dixon County, but they still only allow one touchdown. No extra point. They win that game 30-6, to six, uh, 31-6, to six, perhaps forgetting off the top of my head. But it was a blowout. I, I can definitely say that. They absolutely dominated Dixon County, who is kind of considered to be the either the number three or four best team in that region. So it kind of goes to show how big that gap is between the top two and the next however many teams in that region. Uh, Rossview, the defense is legit. They then came back and uh, and got another shutout against McGavick, who has a, uh, a, a big-time recruit in TJ Ward, who is uh, already having getting recruits from Eastern Kentucky and Marshall as only a sophomore. Uh, they really stopped him from doing anything. Uh, he's uh, uh, that, that defense led by uh, Strata Young uh, is just he, he's that defensive coordinator has been excellent this year. Um, of course, guys like Cole Phillips, great linebacker, Hezekiah Scott, um, Cam Ward, just great football players all around. And the offense has really started picking it up too. That was kind of their problem early on was kind of figuring out how all these new pieces are going to fit into the offense. Um, that's kind of why they struggled a little bit week one, scoring just 20 points, 14 points week two, and then just 10 points in week three when they beat West Creek 10 to zero. Uh, but ever since then, they've looked really comfortable with Reed Bryant back there at quarterback, sometimes switching in Hezekiah Scott when they want to go a little bit more mobile, their wide receiver group, uh, Todd Hood called it easily the best he's ever had since coming to Rossview with Colin Michael leading that group. JT Sims just picked up an offer from Kentucky Wesleyan. Uh, Brody Prairie, an outfielder that they uh, brought in uh, to play a new sport, just eclipsed the 100-yard mark with a big game against McGavick. Uh, and, of, and, of course, uh, DJ Young, their running back, who is just uh, an absolute bruiser. He, uh, he, he gets like 30 yards a carry, or uh, rather 30 carries a game at times, picks up like five to six yards a carry. They're one of those offenses that will grind you down, really pick up um, four to five yards at a time, uh, make you work for all these tackles. Uh, they'll make you work to stop them, get first downs off third down, and grind the clock out. In fact, uh, Jeff Tomlinson for Dixon County said that their offense is one of their best defensive players because they don't let you have the ball. Um, so it's overall just been such a good stretch for Rossview, and I absolutely cannot wait to see what they can do this upcoming week in a big game that we're going to be talking about a little bit later. Yeah, we'll take our first commercial break here in the Montgomery County Football Show. Coming up, we'll talk about Clarksville Academy and Kenwood right after this. When it comes to insurance, you want a name you can trust. Wendy Danielle Stack is here to help. With over seven years of experience, Danielle and her team are here to assist you in finding the right coverage for all of your needs. From auto and home to life and business insurance, we have customized options for everyone. 
We'll work with you to create a personalized plan that protects everything in your life that matters most. Call today and see for yourself why Daniel Stack is the go-to insurance agent in Clarksville. Meet Dr. Casey Sigerson of the Bone and Joint Group, Clarksville's only hand and wrist specialist. He's passionate about getting his patients back to living their life after suffering from an injury or degenerative condition. Dr. Sigerson treats all orthopedic conditions from injury to recovery and is dedicated to getting his patients moving again. Whether you need joint arthroscopy, joint replacement, fracture care, or help with a hand or wrist problem, Dr. Sigerson is here to help. Schedule your appointment today at boneandjointgroup.com. Here at Rock and Roll Sushi, we're proud to be the original American-style sushi restaurant founded on great food and rock and roll music. Boasting concepts and flavors that are big, bold, and loud. We're the only place to experience the rock you love and the rolls you love with the ones you love. Come see for yourself why we're the best sushi experience in town. Find us at 108 Morris Road in Clarksville or visit our website at rockandrollsushi.com. If you're looking for a color change, look no further than C-Raps. We're Clarksville's premier vinyl wrap provider, delivering high-quality work and exceptional customer service. We offer a wide range of services, including color change wraps, ceramic coating, paint protection film, and wraps for commercial vehicles. Whether you need a color change on a luxury car or commercial wraps for your business fleet, we have the expertise to handle any project. Contact us today to schedule a free consultation. He shoots, and he scores! Welcome back to the Montgomery County Football Wrap-Up Show. I'm David Wilson, sports reporter for the Robertson County Connection, joined by your man, sports editor for Main Street Clarksville, Brady McAtamy. Brady, let's hop right back into it. Clarksville Academy, they were on the bye week last week, and they've taken a lump to start the new era of their um, program led by Coach Stedman Bell. Summarize what's been going on up there so far. Yeah, so I kind of mentioned with Rossview, you know, they're kind of trying to figure out how some pieces are fitting in. Uh, Clarksville Academy has kind of had to do that with their entire team. Uh, their, their whole team is basically new pieces, and uh, it, it hasn't been easy, and especially with all these pieces being really a lot of younger guys. They've got some some experienced guys like uh, uh, Zach Darnell, who's had a pretty good season, pretty good career with Clarksville Academy. Um, but, of course, one guy can't carry an entire program. Uh, not even DJ uh, Merriweather was able to do that. The, uh, of course, Mr. Football winner from last year for Clarksville Academy. Um, so they're trying to figure out how all these new pieces are are, are fitting in. Uh, they have a, a pretty good-looking new quarterback in Ethan Bones. He just kind of got his first career start uh, in their last game against, I believe it was DCA, uh, and he had a pretty good start there. He's only a sophomore. Uh, of course, Andreas Scott 
and uh, some other players that they really, really like. Chris Reagans, some really good athletes over there. Of course, it's a smaller roster. That's going to kind of happen when you're a smaller private school like Clarksville Academy is. So they don't necessarily have all the pieces to work with like a Clarksville High might or like even a Brentwood Academy or a Lipscomb Academy might uh, where those are much bigger schools and they get as many football players as they really want. Um, Clarksville Academy doesn't necessarily have that luxury. So they have taken their lumps to start the year. They did. They do have one win. Um, they've had some games that have also been close, but they've also taken some tough losses. And I know that they're really looking at, uh, at learning from those losses. And I do have, uh, have faith that they're going to be able to come back next year, even come up, come back off the bye and look better. Kenwood was one of the lone teams in the mid-state to be in action this past week, a loss to Dixon County by a final score of 31 to 12. Kenwood's short winning streak came to a close this past Friday night. How much does it dampen their playoff hopes? Yeah, so if they had won this game, they'd have been really just one win away from clinching a playoff spot. Now they're going to have to win out, it looks like. Uh, so the Knights taking that loss definitely dampens their playoff hopes quite a bit, uh, going from needing just one win in two weeks to needing to get both of those games. So it's really do or die. Their playoffs start now uh, for the Knights. Uh, that, taking that loss against Dixon County, I thought they would play it closer. Um, I honestly thought that it would be a much closer game than it was. I think I had it being maybe a one-score game. It's that it ends up being a 19-point game. So uh, really a tough loss for the Knights there. Um, Jacoby Scott also kind of scored a touchdown, that, or rather Jacoby Cox uh, scored a touchdown there at the end of the game in what you might call garbage time uh, to bring it closer. So really it wasn't necessarily as close as 31-12, to 12, maybe a little bit further out. <clears throat> so like I said, does dampen their playoff hopes quite a bit. Uh, I'm not sure if they necessarily expected to make the playoffs this season. Uh, of course, they are better than Northwest and Northeast, who are the two teams that they beat um, by pretty decent margins. So uh, they're not necessarily they're not they're not going to finish in the bottom. I can tell you that uh, they're not going to be last place. Far from it. Uh, I mean, and even just the fact that we're still talking about them as playoff contenders at this point shows that um, you know it's it's hardly a lost season for these guys at all. So we'll see what happens. Of course, Freddie Ellis, they want to send him out on a good note. Uh, he's been a senior on that team who is uh, an absolute leader. He's also a great wrestler. He's also a great track and field athlete. Um, so this is a guy that they definitely want to, uh, you know, give a proper goodbye to because he's been with this squad for a while, and he's kind of been Mr. Kenwood lately. Brady, let's move on forward to Northwest. They were on by this week as they were on fall break. Just take us through their season so far. Yeah, so it started with a game that I had them winning. Uh, one of the only games I've actually picked wrong this year as a subtle flex was when I had them beating Fort Campbell in week one. And when they lost that game, um, it kind of had me worrying a little bit about this team, worrying, you know, if, if maybe I maybe had overestimated them uh, being able to win that game. And, and it's not like they got blown out. That was an extremely close game. And so, in fact, I still think it was the closest game that they've played to the to this point. Um, but ever since then, it's just been kind of tough sledding. Um, similar goes for Northeast. In fact, I might just bunch those two together because they've been, both had very similar seasons. In fact, Northeast started their season with a touchdown against Green Hill. Uh, they led Green Hill in that first quarter. And I was like, hey, maybe Northeast is going to be better than I thought they were. Of course, they go on to allow a, 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 around 36 straight points against Green Hill and lose that game. And, you know, the rest is kind of history there. So these two teams really having similar seasons where, you know, they the way they started was – you know, uh, they didn't look as bad as they do now. Um, things have maybe snowballed a little bit. Of course, that's really hard, especially with high school kids when it seems like nothing is going right. You know, you're racking up penalties. You're turning the ball over. You're wondering, is this worth it? Um, and I do say it is worth it because as much as wins feel good, it's more about 
football at this point for those guys. It's more about learning to battle through adversity. And these guys do have good head coaches, good men leading them with Ronaldo Pena for Northwest and Sam Lipsy for Northeast. And I know that these two guys have visions for these programs and they just need these guys to buy in. So I do hope that that is the case for Northwest and Northeast. Again, like I said, kind of bunching these two together because they have had really similar seasons. Um, one of them is going to have to get a win at some point uh, this coming Friday. Actually, we're going to talk about that shortly here. Uh, and I personally can't wait to see who that is because it's going to be a good feeling. Yeah, a final scene we'll talk about before we take our second commercial break is West Creek. Obviously, it's been an up-and-down year for the Coyotes. Just tell us about them and their performances so far. Yeah, so it is clear from watching West Creek that there's a good football team there. Um, like I, I kind of talked about uh, all year, it's just been kind of inconsistencies with them. They've had some games where they look fantastic. I mean, even just their 10-0 loss against Rossview, their defense was phenomenal i mean just fantastic i mean it's a great defense that the defensive group that these guys have but they've also had some games where you know they kind of struggle with tackling or maybe they allow a big play and then maybe don't pick their heads back up until a few plays later when the touchdown is already scored that kind of happened with stewart's creek um when they lost that game on a thursday night uh stewart's creek of course is a good football team but i don't know if they're you know 30 points better than west creek uh that's that seems like quite a lot. Um, they've got really good offensive players as well. Uh, Daniel Honeycutt being a senior leader for that team. He plays every single position. I mean, I've seen him take carries, catch passes, return punts, kick punts, play quarterback, um, you name it. He had three interceptions against, uh, I believe it was Northwest that he, uh, he picked off three passes. I mean, that guy does everything. And it, it, I'm going to hope to see him go out on a high note with West Creek. Um, DJ Swanson, their quarterback, he's definitely learning. I've seen him make some plays that they absolutely adore from him. He's made some just incredible plays, but he's also made some plays where they're like, what the heck are you thinking? Uh, how can how you can't take you can't you know take that sack or you can't throw that ball, whatever it is. I mean, um, but that comes with a first year starter. Of course, he's only a junior, so he's going to have a lot of time to learn in the offseason. Um, of course, they still have plenty of games left, two games and potential playoffs. They only need one more win to get into the playoffs, by the way, and they do have winnable games coming up. So I, I look forward to seeing what West Creek can accomplish because I do think that there is a good football team in there. We will take our final commercial break here in Montgomery County football wrap-up show. Coming up, Brady will preview week 10. Can't believe I'm already saying that. Week 10 of the high school football season, and he'll give his game of the week right after this. If you're looking for a color change, look no further than C-Raps. We're Clarksville's premier vinyl wrap provider delivering high-quality work and exceptional customer service. We offer a wide range of services, including color change wraps, ceramic coating, paint protection film, and wraps for commercial vehicles. Whether you need a color change on a luxury car or commercial wraps for your business fleet, we have the expertise to handle any project. Contact us today to schedule a free consultation. Here at Rock and Roll Sushi, we're proud to be the original American-style sushi restaurant founded on great food and rock and roll music, boasting concepts and flavors that are big, bold, and loud. We're the only place to experience the rock you love and the rolls you love with the ones you love. Come see for yourself why we're the best sushi experience in town. Find us at 108 Morris Road in Clarksville or visit our website at rockandrollsushi.com. Meet Dr. Casey Sigerson of the Bone and Joint Group, Clarksville's only hand and wrist specialist. 
He's passionate about getting his patients back to living their life after suffering from an injury or degenerative condition. Dr. Sigerson treats all orthopedic conditions from injury to recovery and is dedicated to getting his patients moving again. Whether you need joint arthroscopy, joint replacement, fracture care, or help with a hand or wrist problem, Dr. Sigerson is here to help. Schedule your appointment today at boneandjointgroup.com. When it comes to insurance, you want a name you can trust. Wendy Danielle Stack is here to help. With over seven years of experience, Danielle and her team are here to assist you in finding the right coverage for all of your needs. From auto and home to life and business insurance, we have customized options for everyone. We'll work with you to create a personalized plan that protects everything in your life that matters most. Call today and see for yourself why Danielle Stack is the go-to insurance agent in Clarksville. Watch it! Did that guy even see that girl on her bike? Just like looking for other cars before switching lanes, drivers should keep their eyes out for those traveling on bikes. When a crash occurs between a vehicle and a bike, it's the cyclist who is most likely to be injured. Give cyclists room and do not pass too closely. Riders have the same rights and responsibilities as those behind the wheel. Be aware, be alert. Brought to you by THSO, the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Welcome back to the Montgomery County Football Wrap-Up Show. I am David Wilson, sports reporter for the Robertson County Connection, joined by your guy, Main Street Clarksville sports editor Brady McIntyre. Brady, Week 10 is already here. Can't believe I'm saying that. Let's dive into some of the matchups in Montgomery County this week. Yeah, Week 10 was one that I pegged early in the season as one that I think could be arguably the best of the season. And uh, as I'm looking through the schedule again, I mean, there are definitely some games in here that I think, man, I wish I could go to some of these, um, but I'm going to be at our game of the week. Of course, stay tuned for that. I'll get into that as uh, as the last game I talked about here. Uh, no player of the week this year, so we're just going to dive right into the schedule, uh, starting with Station Camp and Montgomery Central. Uh, of course, this is uh, a game where Montgomery Central hopes to get on the in the win column against the Station Camp team, who only has a couple wins this year, but I do think that their record is a little bit misleading. They They've played close with some of the best teams on their schedule, and they've beaten some good teams as well, like Greenbrier, like White House. Uh, just recently got a huge win over Creekwood. I think it was like a 30-point win over the uh, the Redhawks. So Station Camp is better than their schedule indicates, and I do think that they won't have too much trouble with Montgomery Central, unfortunately. Um, but moving on, we have, uh, I don't know what, what necessarily that they want to call this rivalry, but I think there should be a name for this rivalry because it is Kirkwood and Kenwood. Of course, Battle of the Woods is taken with Brentwood and Ravenwood, so going to have to come up with something else. Uh, but this is a big postseason implications game because uh, whoever loses this game is basically eliminated uh, with Kirkwood and Kenwood both having two region wins. Uh, both a couple teams who have taken their lumps this year but also had some highs. Uh, and I am going to go with Kenwood in this game. I do think Kirkwood may be a little too young and inexperienced at this point. Um, I do think that uh, uh, Kenwood might have the best players in this game with Freddie Ellis and Jacoby Cox. Um, I do think um, Chad Watson does have much more coaching experience than Jarrett Sneed. Jarrett Sneed's only, uh, I believe, in his second or third year as a head coach here. Um, so he, he so Chad Watson could have maybe some tricks up his sleeve to get this win because, as I said, this is a must-win. This is basically a playoff game for both of these two teams. However, I am going to go with the Knights at home to win this game. 
Speaking of playoff implications, this one kind of has the opposite effect. Uh, it's Dixon County and West Street. Whoever gets this basically punches their ticket into the postseason to uh, be either the number three or number four seed. Uh, the Cougars coming off their win against Kenwood. West Street coming off their bye week. So a little extra time to rest, maybe a little extra time for coaches to watch some film on the Cougars. Uh, I think this is going to be a, probably a pretty low-scoring game because, as I said, as I mentioned with West Creek's offense, um, maybe not super high-powered at this point. You know, they're still really kind of um, – I don't want to say figuring things out because it is week 10. Uh, you don't want to be figuring things out here, but not, not necessarily just uh, loaded with weapons like some of the other uh, teams in the area are. However, that doesn't mean they can't score. I mean, they have scored 40 on teams at, this year, so we will see. Um, but both teams have pretty good defenses. So I do think it's going to be a lower scoring game. And I do think it's going to be a lower scoring game in favor of the Coyotes. I have Rob Galowitz's team pulling this off. I do think they're going to rise to the occasion here. Um, and I do have confidence that they're going to punch that playoff ticket for the first time in over a decade. Now the one that everyone's going to have their eyes on, Northeast and Northwest. The two winless teams in the area, of course, the two directional rivals in the city. Someone has to get their first win here. I can't wait to see what happens in this one because one of these groups of kids is going to be breathing and a huge sigh of relief because nobody wants to go winless in a season. One of these teams won't go winless. One of these teams is going to be walking off that field dejected. I do have the Eagles in this one. So let's see if I'm right or wrong. I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be a barn burner. And I, I, I personally can't wait. Heck, if I had to choose a second game of the week, this just might be it because I mean, come on. It's, it's uh, it, it, there's a lot at stake in this one. How, how, how we can say that for sure. Another game that I kind of highlighted early in the season as one that I was looking out for uh, is Nashville Christian and Carsville Academy. Uh, not because I necessarily think it's going to be super close, but because it at least Stedman's Bell, Stedman Bell's first game against his former school and his former mentor, Rex Brothers. These are two guys who are super close. Um, I, I can only imagine what the reunion is going to be like at midfield after that game. Uh, if Carsville Academy loses this one, they are eliminated from the playoffs. Um, of course, it it's, uh, it, it kind of feels like they have been already just with the season they, uh, they've they had. Um, so it not, won't necessarily be a heartbreaker if they lose that and get eliminated, but you would love to see them. Hey, maybe the little guy comes up and upsets the big team in Nashville, of course, who was a little bit down this year. Um, so we'll see. But I do have the Eagles winning that one. And the game of the week, I mean, how can it be anything other than the war battle for the Warfield Shield? Rossview at Clarksville. Rossview on a six-game winning streak. Clarksville has won eight in a row, all eight of their games this season, looking to go undefeated for the first time in over 70 years. Both of these teams playing their best ball in a while, several years. And I do have the Shield staying with the Wildcats. This would be a six-peat for Clarksville. Rossview has had trouble with these guys in recent years. Last time it was close was 2019. Of course, they didn't play in 2020, had trouble with scheduling. 2021 and 2022, it's stuck with Clarksville rather convincingly. And for as good as Rossview has been this year, I think it's going to be another convincing win for Clarksville. I just think that these guys are just on a different level this year. For as good as Rossview has been, I've got Clarksville winning this one by multiple scores. And now that I have angered every Rossview fan in the world, we're going to wrap it up. Wrap it up. You guys can tell me what you think of my pick there at Brady underscore MSP. I'd like to see Ross, you have like a dartboard with my face on it or something in the locker room, maybe hang up some snippets of the paper once it comes out on Thursday. 
But that'll wrap us up. We will see you again next week. But until then, we'll see you on the fields. You've been watching the Montgomery County High School Football Show with Main Street Clarksville Sports Editor Brady McAtamney and Robertson County Connection Sports Reporter David Wilson. Read this week's Main Street Clarksville for all the latest news about Montgomery County High School sports. The Montgomery County High School Football Show has been brought to you by the Bone & Joint Group of Clarksville, Rock & Roll Sushi of Clarksville, Sea Wraps of Clarksville, Danielle Stack at Farmers Insurance, and the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Join us again next week to get all of the latest news about Montgomery County High School football.